Hey, everybody out there. This is Yinton's Funkos, and this is my very first ever podcast. I'm so, so excited to be bringing this to you. I do have a YouTube channel. It is going to be Yinted's uh, Funkos. That's going to be separate. So Yinted's and then Funkos. I uh, hope you guys check that out. If you guys like Disney, I think it'll be a great uh, channel for you guys to watch. I also have like nerdy videos I do too. Unboxings are all pop unboxings. So if you guys like Funko Pops, go over there, check that out. Um, I also do Marvel Legends unboxings and unveilings too. And I actually make some of my own custom of both. So very cool. I actually wanted to do my own podcast channel. Um, cause I just thought that'd be kind of cool to have like conversations with you guys. I thought that'd be pretty awesome. And, uh, I think the first conversation I want to have tonight, um, is actually about Disney plus. So, um, Today, there were a lot of announcements made, and I actually, I don't want to like even talk about the Star Wars ones or Marvel ones, not in this particular podcast right now, because uh, I want to start off on a good foot, not a, not a bad foot, or not a, um, like a, I don't know, I just, I don't think that would be really wise, um, but there were a few animated Disney films that did get an announcement for, for TV shows. One is a Baymax TV show, which I am so, so excited for, I love Big Hero 6, and, uh, um, a Baymax show, I think, would be perfect. Uh, hopefully, it's the same actor who voiced him in the movies. I imagine it would be the same actor who voiced him in the film. Um, Princess Tiana got a TV show too today. Uh, Moana as well. Um, I think I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting two other ones. Uh, Zootopia, I think, uh, was another one, and I'm, there's definitely one that I am missing. Um, but actually, this I really want to focus on Tiana. Um, I'm gonna gonna go past her for a second and talk about. Uh, Zootopia and Moana first. Um, so I'll start with Moana. Um, I don't know. Like I, I'm excited for a Moana TV show. I really did enjoy the the movie. I love Moana. Um, I don't think it needs a sequel. There's a lot of movies that I don't think need sequels, and I think Moana was kind of a cut and dry movie. I don't think there there needs to be one. So I think a TV show um, would be kind of a cool route to go for her. There's obviously so much more to explore. Um, different islands, different legends, and, and that would be really cool. Um, and there's also, you know, the fact that a lot of her story involves the ocean, and there's so much to go into with that as well. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what that will entail for her. Will The Rock come back uh, is the question I have. Um, he's one of the, you know, one of, obviously one of the biggest stars in the film, so that'd be kind of cool if he does come back. And uh, how, like, how impactful, I think, would his character be is the question. Like, how often would he be in the show? Is Would he be a series regular? You know, I mean, obviously, you know, back in the day when Disney did, like, TV shows or their animated films, the main cast was always brought back. Whether or not the actors who voiced them were in the show, the characters themselves were at least in the show. But I think with someone like The Rock, who I imagine has a very, very busy schedule, they would either um, get another actor to play him on the show, which happens quite often, um, or they would just... I would have, well, I would assume have him come back and, and reprise his role, but do it in increments if he was too busy to come back. So one of the two things could possibly happen. Because um, obviously I think Maui would be a huge part of her adventure. There's not that many characters in Moana um, that we get too much of. I actually thought when the, when the movie first came out, I thought we'd get more of Poa, Pua, um, who is the pig. I thought there'd be more of that character and it wasn't at all in the movie, which is weird because like he's all over the merch. I think it's a he is all over the merch, but very, very little of that character. So there's not very many characters in Moana um, to gravitate 
towards, except for herself, I would say um, The Rock's character and uh, Hey Hey. Um, Maui is his character, but Hey Hey. And Hey Hey got on my nerves, but um, I, I imagine the show would probably have like little short segments too of Hey Hey just doing something ridiculous. So that's pretty cool. Um, getting into, I guess next we'll get into uh, Zootopia. I do know that Zootopia 2 is still a thing. I'm not sure if this is going to replace Zootopia 2, but um, I think this is another great idea. There's so much you can do with the world of Zootopia, um, which is why I think they're giving it uh, a TV show or even a sequel in the first place, because there's so much to be done with something like that. And I think that's really cool. The, the world is so open in Zootopia. And that's one of the, the things that really caught my attention when I first saw the film. I realized like, dude, there's so much Disney can do with this because they're showing you the different parts of Zootopia that we're obviously not gonna be able to cover and explore in this film. So, and you know, I think animal-based computer animated TV shows do fairly well. So this makes total sense to kind of jump on television. Um, Hopefully, the actors who played in the film, uh, I think it was Jennifer, is it Jennifer Goodwin or Morrison? One of the, two, I think it's Goodwin. Jennifer Goodwin, and uh, I don't remember the guy's name. It's not coming to me at all. Like, I'm, I'm seeing him in, in my head, but I don't know who he, I can't say his name. Um, but um, I would love for them to come back. I, I think they just did their parts really well. Like, I love, his performance of Nick Wilde made me love Nick Wilde. Like, I, I mean, I love Disney Fox characters. They're always great. Uh, Robin Hood, uh, Todd from Fox and the Hound, but I have to say, like I like Nick Wilde. I even when I see him in the parks, I have to stop and take a photo with him because I just think the way that he just did that character and the way that they animated the character to correspond with his his vocal performance was just absolutely perfect. I really do like Nick. He feels very human. Um, just I like that. I, there's something about him that's so very charismatic, and I think that's what makes me like the character so much. Um, and I would it really cool be cool to see more of like Judy and what she's doing and like I said like the characters in in the uh, the movie were very human like and their jobs are jobs that like you kind of want to see them do more of you know I mean there's so much to build off of her being a cop and having to chase down criminals and stuff and I I, I like that I like how that movie was done. And I think that's why Zootopia was such a big deal. Um, and both those two movies, Zootopia and Moana, I believe came out the same year, 2016, I think it was. And that's kind of cool to see that both of these films are popular enough and did well enough to both get TV shows pretty much at the same time, or at least have them in development, which is great. Um, next, got to get into Big Hero 6. And I, I love, like I said this before, I love Baymax, and there's so much to that story. I think that could be done. Um, this is also a Marvel comic, too, so I wonder if they'll pull from that. And also, I did love the the Disney XD show. I think it was on Disney XD, either that or regular Disney channel, of Big Hero 6. Like, I loved that, and I thought that was kind of cool. So the fact that, like, Baymax... Now, I'm not sure if Baymax is going to be, like, a full-fledged show or, like, little tiny segment shows. I We really don't know. I, I don't think there was an announcement saying that they're going to be like at least 22 to 30 minutes long each episode. I'm hoping all these TV shows do get that kind of length, if not longer, because um, that would be really fun. And like I said, I just, I really want to see Baymax back in action. I, I love the cast of Big Hero 6. And I love that Big Hero 6 is not one of those, like, it is sort of like a happy-go-lucky, happily ever after ending, but there's also like a somberness to it too, which is what I loved about Big Hero 6. It's not really just about like, 
you know, I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen it, but there's a lot of sadness and how to deal with grief. And there's not always like a fairy godmother or something like that to switch your situation around. Sometimes you have to lean on the people in your life to pick yourself up back up off the ground. And I love that how Big Hero 6, I think, did that. And it's such an underrated movie to me. There's so many Disney films that are very underrated that don't have to deal with a fairy godmother or ice powers or things like that. So I really did like that movie. Um, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a really cool movie. And I love how just, I don't know, it was cool to see girls and boys just doing awesome things together and kicking so much butt together and having a diverse cast. Because I will always say that I think uh, representation matters, no question. And just to have the cast have, first of all, you're kind of going through the life of an Asian American, um, well, I'm assuming they live in America. Yeah, they live in America. But like, <laughs> you're going through life as like, um, uh, Hiro and you know losing his brother Tadashi and you're getting to meet all these different characters different colors you know Honey Lemon I believe is of Hispanic or Latino uh, Latina descent um, I don't want to say anything wrong but I think that's what she is I'm very sure that's what she is uh, you do have Fred who is Caucasian and then you have um, oh my gosh uh, Wasabi who's black and that's it's, it's really cool that you have these different I would actually love to see more diversity to be honest um, in that, because of how diverse it is already, I've looked at them to throw even more diversity into that with new characters. And I think they did actually in the other show um, that was on Disney XD. I just haven't watched it in so long, so I can't really remember everything. Um, and I apologize if anything I've said so far has offended anyone. That's not my intention at all. Um, uh, let me see. But yeah, like I'm, I'm really excited for that. And also, since we're talking about Baymax and since... The more I, the more of these things I do, the more you'll get to know how much I love Kingdom Hearts and Disney. But I, one thing I love about Kingdom Hearts 3 is that Kingdom Hearts 3 did something that I thought was so, so cool. And not a lot of fans really talked about it, but it really got to me when it came to the Big Hero 6 part because how much Big Hero 6 is a movie actually meant to me. And there were some sucky moments in Big Hero 6. I was like, I hate this. I hate that I had to sit through this and watch this happen. But Kingdom Hearts 3 went back and like fixed some of those things and that was to me that was really cool and I don't know if this like if I mean I'm assuming Kingdom Hearts won't fit anywhere into this story but what happens in this like in this particular part in the game um I think really could it'd be awesome if they really did use the effects of that story into their new tv show even if they got rid of the Sora element It'd be kind of cool because I believe what happens in the, the game is actually like canon to the story. I could be wrong, but I do believe it is canon to the story, at least in the big hero. Like obviously in Kingdom Hearts is canon, but I think it's canon even in the big hero six world. It just might not have the Sora element. So that would be really cool. I like it. Again, I don't want to spoil anything, but that would be really, really awesome. Um, yeah, I, I would personally love that. And also like, we can get into Kingdom Hearts later. I'm not, I'm not even going to... That's also supposed to get a TV show at some point as well, whether it be live action or animated, I think is still up in the air. But um, I would obviously rather see an animated uh, series, but I want them to do a Kingdom Hearts show that really talks about everything from, uh, you know, <clears throat> the Master of Masters, the Foretellers, Union Cross, Dark Road. And that obviously, if it had to, to tell all those stories, it's going to be a while from now because Dark Road is still a very new game. So I imagine it would take a very long time to get to that point. Um, there is one film that I'm forgetting, that I'm totally forgetting is getting a show. And I'm sorry that I'm forgetting it. It's, it just, 
I think out of all of them, it just escaped me. I'm actually going to look on my other phone and see if I can find, because I posted it. I did post it on my Facebook. Uh, for those of you guys who have me on Facebook, hello. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did post it for sure. So I will have the answer. Let's see. Oh no, people are, wow, texting and calling me on my second phone and I did not answer. That's, I never have this phone on me, so I, I apologize to anyone who was, Krista, you, it was you, um, if you have me on this, I apologize. I'm really sorry that I did not get back to you. I will get back to you as soon as I can. Um, let's see, what, okay, it was Baymax. Yeah, I guess, okay, those were the four. It was actually, it was four, not five, I'm sorry. So it was, yeah, it was Baymax, uh, Zootopia, um, Plus is what it's called, Tiana and Moana. So very cool. That one's coming in 2000 or 2023 is when uh, uh, Moana is coming out. So that's, that's kind of cool. All right. So I'm going to get to Tiana because she's the one I really wanted to talk about in this whole thing. Now, I've had so many ideas. I've been talking about this for so long about what I wanted from Princess and the Frog because, in my opinion, the Princess and the Frog was so cool. Again, representation to me really does matter, and having the first Black princess meant so much to me. Not only that, but she's also in an interracial relationship, which doesn't happen that often in the Disney canon. You know what I mean? So it was kind of cool to see that. Um, As much as I would have loved to see the first Black prince as well as the first Black princess, it was cool to get, like, an interracial couple in there. I believe, I believe uh, Naveen is, is Spanish. I could be wrong, but I believe he is. And that's kind of cool to see as well. Um, just kind of this interracial relationship forming. Also, you know, I love that her best friend Lottie is is white and you see the contrast between how the two are treated. But I just love that there's, again, some diversity in this film was really cool too. And um, I don't know, like I, I wanted so much more from The Princess and the Frog. And what I meant by that is I wanted more from Tiana. Like, I think she's a great character, but I would love to see more of her human. I think they did a great job showing, setting the stage of what her human life is like, obviously. But I thought she could have used, like, more music, more songs. Um, You know, one thing I think we love about our Disney princesses and stuff is the the music, you know? Um, I think that's why a lot of kids love Elsa. Besides her ice powers, you know, which are cool, um, she has a lot of great songs, you know, Fro- uh, yeah, let it go obviously people can't stop singing that um and then you know she has songs like show yourself and into the unknown in the sequel you get a lot from elsa there's a lot of music and even anna too she gets she has a lot of songs and i think what lack for tiana and not just her but other princesses too they lack the songs they lack the song choices you know even like you know aurora has in my opinion the most beautiful of all their voices she only sings like two songs in the film and you when you, I don't know you you just want more from them. You think about movies like Anastasia, where I feel like Anastasia sings a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like she sings a lot. Uh, Belle Belle sings a lot, um, and so you have these princesses who do sing a lot. Where you have the girls who don't, like Ariel. She doesn't actually sing a lot in The Little Mermaid. She sings one song in The Little Mermaid, but she you know because of the TV show, which I think also should get like a reboot as well. Uh, Pre Melody would be great, uh, but if even if you have like Ariel as her, you know, herself as a mother and Melody go through her adventures. That might be cool too, but um, I wasn't really a big fan of Melody, to be honest. She's cool, but I like Ariel. Um, but I think if you did like an updated show, you'd have to bring back Urchin. I think Urchin, Spot, Stormy, all of her friends from the original TV series, Gabriella, um, Kayla, all of them, uh, Pearl, all of them deserve to come back. All of them. Evil Manta, uh, his son, um, 
the lobster mobster, all of them, yeah, should definitely make a comeback. That'd be so cool. But uh, yeah, they, they lacked the songs. And I think that's what bugged me about Tiana was there was so much that they lacked with, with her. Um, and so I wanted there to be more. I loved the, the voodoo element of it all. I loved like the darker side of New Orleans. And I thought, I was like, dude, this is cool enough to do something bigger with, you know? And that's kind of what I want from this TV series. I really wanted there to be more to it. Um, and of course, just I love Anika Nani Rose and the way she does Tiana. I also love the actor who plays Naveen too. I think the casting uh, was just really great. And I really want to see more from that. I don't know if Oprah will be a part of the show because I know she's Eudora. Um, or even if John, John Goodman will come back um, as Big Daddy. But that would be great too. I don't even know if, uh, I can't think of his name at the moment now. Uh, we'll come back and do Dr. Vasile. If Dr. Vasile is even going to be a part of this show, um, that would be kind of cool, though. I was really, I've been thinking for a long time to have, like, a voodoo priestess come in, or maybe even a witch come in and be voiced by Jennifer Hudson. I don't know why, but I wanted, like, a Princess and the Frog sequel where the villain or, like, the anti-hero, I guess, would be her. Um, I just think she has a great, powerful voice. And Nika Nani Rose has an amazing voice, too. If you have not seen Jingle Jangle, watch that. But she's an amazing voice. And I want to see... That's why I really want more music from her um, out of all the princesses so much is because of how great and powerful her voice is and why I want Jennifer Hudson to play a Disney villain, princess, heroine, whatever, and be able to just belt out amazing songs. She has a great voice. And I think this would be a cool opportunity to bring her in to this series. Um... I mean, I suppose you could bring her in as a good guy, too. That that could work. But I feel like the, the good guys in the series have already, like, there's tons of good guys in this in this show or in this, this movie, you know, from, um, well, I guess now you only have Lewis, you have Naveen, you have Mama Odie, uh, you have uh, uh, Tiana herself, you have Charlotte. Charlotte's a good guy. She's, she's one of the good guys. So you do have a fairly good amount of good people on the show. I guess you could introduce more good characters, sure. But I, I really do like the cast that they already have. Um, it does kind of suck about Ray, though, because I imagine, I mean, unless this takes place, no, nah, never mind. I was going to say, unless it takes place before they stop Dr. Basilier, but I don't see the point in having, like, a show that just kind of, you know, like, is, like, sort of an interlude from, like, the middle of the movie to the end. That'd be kind of stupid. So I guess Ray wouldn't be coming back, and that's kind of the only unfortunate part, because, of course, Ray was a, a very charming character, Um so yeah, that I don't know. I don't. Maybe they could do something else with the actor, though. Maybe the actor could play another one of the Fireflies. Who's to say Ray's the only one that sounds like that? Maybe give him a slightly different accent. I don't know, but that'd be really cool um, to 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 see uh, Princess and the Frog show or Princess Yana show. Um, I I really want them to change her colors too. I I really would love to see a different color scheme for her. I was talking about this with, with friends, you know, before uh, one of my friends who she loves Disney princesses and she loves dressing up like them. Um, and she's, she's black herself and you know, she, her favorite color is pink. And she's like, you know, Tiana only wears like greens and browns and, you know, she wears white and she wears blue, but she doesn't wear, you know, like a, like a pretty purple or a pretty pink, which is very common for Disney princesses to wear. I think, um, everyone from like, you know, Cinderella wears pink, Aurora wears pink, Belle wears pink, Ariel wears pink, Jasmine has a pink dress. Um, I think there's like hints of pink in something Mulan has on. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other girls. Uh, I know there's like hints of pink in something Anna wears. Um, so the pink is very, uh, Rapunzel too has like, she's got like a purple, but there's pink in one of her dresses too. So there's a very common pink theme 
with the other girls. So I, I think it, it'd be kind of cool to see in the show Tiana wear something that's very beautiful and very pink or purple, those kind of colors. Like, like, like not even like a deep purple, but like a light purple, um, a pink, yellows, you know, that'd be kind of cool to see her wear different dresses. Um, I think Elena even wears something pink too. So that'd be kind of cool. Like, you know, um, that's an exciting thing. Another thing I thought would be really cool that I'm surprised isn't happening yet. I want to see a Disney show based off of the princesses in the Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Ritz, the internet movie. Um, I would love a Wreck-It Ralph TV show. We can totally talk, talk about it in the future. Sorry, but I'm drinking has cayenne pepper in it. Um, <laughs> but I would love a Wreck-It Ralph TV show as well, no question. But I really want a Disney princess TV show based off of their characters in Ralph Ritz, the internet. And I want a Disney prince version of that TV show. Like, how funny would it be to see the Disney princes, like, sort of unwinding and complaining and talking about how the struggle of being a prince is, like, almost in one of these, like, Desperate Housewives or, like, you know, like, Real Housewives type thing, but it's Disney princes. I think it'd be funny. Like, would, would it kind of maybe tarnish the way some people see the princes? I suppose. But I think if you did it in a funny, charming way, it really wouldn't. Like, you don't have to talk about their relationship issues per se, but maybe talk about how hard it is to be a prince or whatever, like, you know, things like that. Like, I think that'd be a great way to kind of keep the princes relevant because the princes are the ones I think who suffer most. Um, I've had this discussion many times, obviously never on a podcast, but I've had this discussion before where I think the princes have kind of just been pushed aside because Disney now has Marvel and they have Star Wars and they have all these other things and they create their own content too with, with, with guy heroes. But, you know, we forget that, you know, Prince Philip slayed a dragon, you know what I mean? Uh, Eric helped kill a sea witch, you know, Aladdin, he, well, Aladdin doesn't really fall in that, he's a prince, but he doesn't fall in the category of, like, forgotten heroes, um, as much as the other princes do, and also who would be on the show is another question, um, I do think Hercules should be on the show, just because I think Hercules would be a really cool prince to have on there, he's, like, a part of the prince world, Li Shang as well, I love the idea of Emperor Cusco being a part of it, not Kronk, Kronk was on the merchandise for the prince line, but I think Cusco should be the one on it. I don't even know why Kronk was a part of it, but Cusco should be there. I think he would add a, like, a lot of sass and flair to it. Um, I would love to have Prince uh, Edward from Enchanted in there. I don't see why not. Um, he does go back to Annalasia, so it would make sense for him to be on the show. And I would love to have Prince Hans on the show, too. I know some of you guys are like, oh, nope, nope, no Prince Hans. But hear me out. I think Prince Hans should be on the show as well. I love Prince Hans. Uh, if you ask me, he was trying to do us a favor in Frozen. I'm always going to stand by that. But he also, he creates, you know, you got to have that one on the show that collectively people are just irritated with. And while I think that a lot of people would be irritated with Cusco, I think majority would be irritated with Hans. And you can even make Hans, like, somewhat redeemable in this story. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I would personally love something like that. would love these kind of TV shows. And there's so much more that I want to get into with, with these shows, too. Like, I, there's a lot of Star Wars that has been announced and a lot of Marvel. And I think just the oversaturation is just going to be heavy. But, and that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, I'm excited. I love Star Wars. I love The Mandalorian. Um, but I do feel like it's a lot. I, one thing I did like about Star Wars growing up was that, like, even though I, I was growing up in a time where Star Wars was coming out a lot more, it was never as much in your face it is, as it is now. Um, same thing with Marvel. Obviously, Marvel films are everywhere right now. Um, superhero films in general. But um, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm going into this with optimism. Um, I am expecting to feel tired out. I'm expecting to feel like, okay, this is a bit much. But at the same time, um, 
I'm excited and I'm happy for those who are happy. Like there's so, so many people are ecstatic about all these new shows and I'm really happy for you guys. I'm not coming down on your shows. I'm happy for you guys that you're getting these shows and stuff. That's really cool. Um, and I like, I don't know. I can't wait to review them. I can't wait to talk about them. Cause like I said, I love the Mandalorian. I was really pleasantly surprised because lately a lot of star Wars films have just not really been for me. I, I haven't really been into, um, the past couple of Star Wars films. I think I liked Rogue One, like a little bit of Rogue One. I did like The Force Awakens, but a lot of the ones after that, I really wasn't a big fan of. So watching The Mandalorian and actually really liking that, I was like, this is this is pleasantly, surprisingly good. And not only like was I the only one, I, I think I've only, only heard one person, one person give a bad review of The Mandalorian. Like only one person that I know has said, this show is just not for me. And that's, something because I, you know, my whole life people have said like either the prequels were bad or the originals were boring or the newer films are just terrible. But I've never heard like, I've never heard so much positivity from something Star Wars as I have about The Mandalorian. Um, so that's that's really cool. And I hope that these new shows will add to that. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited for, for all of them in their own way. So, and I love Star Wars, I do. Um, I still think Queen Amidala needs her own show because uh, those gowns, those outfits. <laughs> I love them. I really do that. She's actually what really got me into Star Wars was seeing her, all of her costumes. And even Dar- her and Darth Maul were like the two that I was drawn to because visually they're so great to look at. Darth Maul, like, you know, he's a bad guy. He's beautiful to look at. The makeup is amazing. Um, and I love the dark cloak that he wears too. And I love his lightsaber, like the double, like the dual-sided was so cool. With um, the queen, it was just all her different clothing. And she was obviously like, when she's in a scene, as the queen, you're going to focus on, on her. And even after that, when she became like a senator, she still wore beautiful gowns and things. So she was still something to look at. You know what I mean? And that was nice. That was really cool. She definitely added elegance to a lot of the scenes that she was in. Um, uh, Natalie Portman, Queen of Madala. And I love her books, Queen of Shadow. And I think the other one is Queen's Peril. Um, I read both of them. I have both copies. Great book books. I recommend reading them. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the end of this. I hope you guys enjoyed this little conversation we've been having because I can't wait to do more. Um, I'm hoping this even works. But yeah, so uh, basically you can find me here on Anchor. Um, I'll be making my videos on YouTube regularly, obviously. Make sure to follow me on there if you guys like Funko Pops and you guys like Marvel Legends. But I'll also be over here from time to time giving my nerdy um, unnecessary opinion. So hopefully you guys like that and I'll see you guys next time. Have a great day. Peace.